Welcome back, everyone, to Season 3, Episode 15 of The Nest. I'm Leona De La Rosa, and I'll be your host for today, and I'm here along with... I'm Danny, and I'm a senior at Dorado Academy. Perfect. So this episode is going to be including on things that you didn't really know and, you know, some fun facts, some conspiracy theories. And I really wanted to, like, talk about fortune cookies. You know, like those cookies that they give you in Chinese mm, yeah. restaurants. And you would assume that they're from China, but I found out, well, me and Danny found out that they're not even from China. They're made in the U.S. And they've been going on in Chinese restaurants as a tradition for, like, over 100 years. They started, like, the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, there's some conspiracy theories saying that there's two Chinese guys that either came from one one guy from China or one, one guy from Japan that came here in, like, the 1890s, maybe early 1900s. And they just did it as a way to, like, give people hope and give people, like, a mod- uh, you know, a form of motivation when they eat food, I guess. I don't know. To, like, start off their day. And they just gave them the fortune cookies, and a lot of people liked it. And now it's Americanized, even though some people think it's Chinese, but it's really not. That's really weird, because it's, it's like a misconception that everybody thinks that fortune cookies are Chinese since they're yeah. sold in Chinese restaurants. Yeah, I would have never thought that they're American. Like, they don't even seem American. They don't at all. Like, do you think, do you think the fortune cookies are, like, real? Because some people say, like, I mean, there's a lot of scientists that say, like, it's just a coincidence if it just actually happens. Do you actually think? I think they're completely fake. You think they're completely fake? Like, I've gotten the same fortune from P.F. Chang's, like, ten times. P.F. Chang's? You trust P.F. Chang's? <laughs> yeah. You don't go to, like, these small, like, these small restaurants, these small Chinese restaurants no. that they have? No. I've been to, like, a small Chinese restaurant. They actually, like, it did come true. Even though it was, like, a super basic, like, fortune. I think it was, like, you're going to find $5 on the floor or something like that. But the fact that you got that fortune... Mm-hmm. What well, could have just been a mistake? Like the person behind you could have gotten that one. It yeah. was just it just happened to be you. So. so you don't think it's like a destiny? No, nothing. You just think it's whether happens or happens. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then it's oh a coincidence. Well. But do you enjoy eating the? What What do you enjoy more, eating the cookie or getting the fortune? I think getting the fortune is more like enjoyable because everybody's like, "Oh my god, what did you get? Like, what did yeah. I get?" Yeah. It's also really good if you eat the food, and then you're kind of, like, entertained at the same time. Like, you're starting to think, like, what happens if this actually happens to me? You know, I've actually heard that you have to eat the cookie before you read the fortune or else it doesn't come true. You have to eat the cookie before you read the fortune? Yeah, I've heard that. I've never heard of that. I just read the fortune and I eat the cookie and that's it. I don't know. Since I heard it, I always eat the cookie first. I mean, I've seen that apparently in the past 10 years, about nine lottery winners... I've gotten their numbers from fortune cookies. Like they, the numbers that are on the back? Yeah. Like they just, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe they say like these are the lottery numbers because some fortune cookies do say that. Oh, I didn't know that. And then it's like super Americanized Chinese restaurants. So like they speak in English or they like some restaurants have some Chinese quotes. And in the bottom, it's like a, you know, super motivational quote or they have like some numbers or something. I don't know. But I remember seeing that out of, you know, the past 10 years, nine lottery winners have gotten their numbers from the fortune cookies. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's been, like, past, like, more than millions and millions and millions of dollars of, like, winnings. It's not, like, $20,000 or, like, $10,000. It's, like, actually millions and millions of dollars. So, moving on a couple of years, well, it's not a couple of years. It's more than 80 years, easily, is the inflatable men in parking lots. And <laughs> you think that that's been going on in America for, like, I mean, whenever I think about inflatable men in the parking lots, you know those guys that move around yeah. and, like, show advertisements you think i think of the 50s i think of like the 1960s you know like the american dream type like in those movies that they play baseball and all that stuff but apparently it's not even from the 50s it's from 1996 
That's really recent. Wow. Yeah, and it's it actually was showcased in the Winter Olympics, if I'm not mistaken, in South Africa. I'm probably getting super confused, but it was showcased in the Olympics in the early 90s, I think 1992, and it was showcased as art. And this architecture or this art designer really liked inflatable guys, and he saw it in like these Mayan pieces of like you know art, and he just decided to make it 60 feet tall. And they showcased it in, like, the 1996 or 1992 Olympics. And everybody liked it. And they just put it in car dealerships to grab people's attention. And it worked for a short time. But it doesn't really work anymore now, you know? I don't even know what the purpose of that is. Like, I think it's just to grab your attention. I think that was the purpose of it in the beginning. Because you see this guy, like, moving around and stuff. And you, you know. Yeah, but it grabs your attention. You're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then you drive away. Like, it's not like you're going to go to the car dealership yeah. just because you see an inflatable guy. I don't think it's cool. I'm kind of used to it already. You know, You're not used to it? No, I am. I've, I see that like every single car dealership. That's why at this point, it's like it doesn't even catch my attention anymore. I think it depends on how big it is, though. Because if it, because the ones that they have now in car dealerships, they're not even like sixty feet tall, like how the Olympics were. You know, they're like maybe ten, twelve. You know, I want to say ten. They're probably like twenty feet tall. But if it was sixty feet tall, that would for that's sure huge. grab my attention. Like yeah. that's really, really, really big. I think that would cost like a lot of money, though. I mean, it's just like a balloon, like. Yeah, we have to have, like, a generator to, like, fill it oh, up and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's, like, you need a lot of power to, like, fill that up. So, who knows? So, moving forward a couple of decades, well, actually 20 years later, in 2013, you know, Nelson Mandela, an African social activist, passed away. And many people thought that he died in the late 90s or early 90s because of the fact that he was taken to prison. And no one has ever, has ever heard of him for, you know, decades. And they were, like, you know... He died, basically. Mm. So when they heard about his passing in 2013, they were actually kind of surprised. And then this sparked this new effect called the Mandela effect, where you think that certain things happened or certain things were there at that certain time, but they really weren't. So, for example, um, one of the many things that I saw in this campaign that they had about the Mandela effect was the Looney Tunes. And I've always thought that the Looney Tunes were written as T-O-O-O. T-O-O-N-E-S, or T-O-O-N-S, as tunes, like cartoons. Yeah. But they were never written like that. And the Cheez-Its, it's not Cheez-Its, it's just Cheez-It, with no Z. <laughs> like, I thought it was Cheez-Its, like you yeah. hear people say it. But at the same time, I think that's kind of like cultural, kind of, because of the way people say it. I don't know, like nowadays, I everybody says Cheez-Its. Like, everybody that I talk to yeah. says Cheez-Its. I even say Cheez-Its, so... But, like, probably someone, like, how did it, like... You know how there's different dialects of English? I yeah. wouldn't say dialects, but, like, there's different accents in English. So, they probably someone had, like, a different accent, and then they thought that they said Cheez-Its, and they actually liked the way they said it, or they kind of, like, repeated it, because they never knew what, it, what mm-hmm. it was. So, then it got to the point where everybody's just saying Cheez-Its. I always thought it was Cheez-Its. Yeah, but the fact that we literally see Cheez-Its every day... Like, I just said Cheez-Its. The I fact that we like literally see Cheez-Its every day, and we don't realize that it, the box says Cheez-It. Yeah, I don't realize that at all. I don't even eat Cheez-Its, to be honest. But Cheez-Its I don't are really, really good. They are? Yeah, they are. Are they like goldfish? No, they're better than goldfish. They're more cheesy. Yeah, I don't like them. So, another effect of the Mandela effect has to do with the Monopoly guy. Like, what? what is his name? The, just his name is the Monopoly Man. Yeah. Or, well, that's not even him. What is do you it, mean? Oh, no, 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 because I'm getting confused. Because the Monopoly Man is not called Mr. Peanut. I saw here that it said Mr. Peanut. But that's another topic that we can get into. But everybody thinks that, like, you know, the Monopoly Man is wearing a monocle mm-hmm. when he's running away with, like, you know, the money or something. When you see, like, when you get the board game, you see the Monopoly Man, yeah. you think of a monocle. But he was never wearing that, you know, 
that little yeah, tiny Monaco. I don't understand surprised. why everybody just thought that. Like, yeah. And you know that peanut brand? That's, uh, what is it called? Planter Peanuts Company. Mm-hmm. That's just literally that blue box that's like yeah. round. He's not wearing a monocle either. What? Yeah. <laughs> why do people just come up with these things? Like, I don't know, but for some reason, everybody thinks that he's wearing a monocle. I remember seeing him with a monocle. Like, if you search up the, the company right now, Planters Peanuts Company, or you can just search up Mr. Peanut, he's not wearing a monocle. Not at all. And I've, all, I've, I've eaten those things, like, many times. But I've always thought that there was a monocle yeah. there, but apparently there's not. And another effect has to do with Fruit Loops. You know, the cereal brand? Yeah. I've always thought that it was called Fruit Loops, like fruits, like F-R-U-I-T. Mm-hmm. But it's called Fruit, like F-R-O-O-T. And the two O's are like actual Fruit Loops. Yeah. No, this one, I actually knew that it was Fruit You knew that? Loops. Yeah, because whenever I see the box, like I see the two actual Fruit Loops, like the cereals. So mm-hmm. it can't be Fruit, F-R-U-I-T. No, I've always thought that it was Fruit Loops with the actual Fruit. And there's another one that's called, um, well, let's see. the Well, this one's actually kind of like hard to like notice, but the Berenstein Bears or Berenstein. I don't know how you pronounce them. But apparent, it's like these this family of bears. Like if you search it up, the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein. I think it's Berenstein. If you search up the Berenstein Bears, apparently it's not even called the Berenstein Bears. It's called the Berenstein Bears. Or Beren- Berenstein. Berenstein, yeah, yeah Berenstein Bears. I've always thought it was called Berenstein. Yeah, me too. Or Berst, yeah, Ber- yeah, Berenstein. I mean, I remember seeing that cartoon as a kid, but not, you know, ever seeing that name. And Curious George, he doesn't even have a tail. No, I thought that, that monkey. You were, we were literally talking about that before starting the podcast, and we said that all monkeys, not all monkeys, but no, monkeys have monkeys tails. have tails. But apparently, Curious George does not have a tail, so he's some type of chimpanzee. Oh no, but he is a chimpanzee though, and chimpanzees don't have tails. Why why do monkeys like why do some monkeys have tails and some don't? Like whenever I, I whenever I see videos of small monkeys, they all have tails. Yeah, but that's small monkeys. He's a really big chimpanzee. What I mean, do you I mean? don't even he's think tiny. compared to other bun- monkeys, I guess he's pretty big. I mean, I don't even think he's a chimpanzee though. Is he a chimpanzee? I have no idea. I'm guessing he's a chimpanzee, so assuming that he's a chimpanzee, that makes sense that he doesn't have a, a tail. And I think another one has to do with the Mona Lisa. Like, everybody thinks that when you think of the Mona Lisa, you think about her little smirk in the yeah. painting. But apparently, she she's never had a smirk in the painting. Like, obviously, you can't repaint the painting. But she's never had a smirk. This is something that people have, like, thought of. And they just came up with it. And I guess it's just the word has, got, has gotten around. And I don't know. Yeah, that's one that I've also thought. That, like, she has a smile in the painting. Like, have you been to see the Mona Lisa or no? I When I, when I went to the Louvre, it was closed. So I couldn't go in. So I have not yeah, seen cause it. Yeah, because usually it's, like, super packed. Yeah. Like, I would want to see because I want to see. I can't just read it off the internet and then believe it. I want to mm-hmm. see it. Or maybe that could be a fake one. Who knows? Which one? The Mona Lisa that they have in the Louvre. It could be fake. Could be. Who knows? You know how expensive I mean, that, that piece of painting is? I don't think it's fake. I think it's fake. Probably is. You think they're just fooling people into thinking it's real? Yeah. Because I don't money. think you're going to. Because I think there's not enough security to, like, actually protect it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too expensive of a painting. It's too iconic and i don't know and i know one of the things that a lot of people get confused by is the cartoons and the sci-fi fiction sayings or like quotes like Mm -hmm. in star wars where they say luke i am your father he's never said luke i am your father he's always said i am your father he's never (laughs) said luke i am your father 
That's crazy. Whenever I hear the saying, everybody just says, Luke, I am your father. Yeah, I guess. But now it kind of makes sense that he never says Luke. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, that's my assumption. But it kind of makes sense a little bit. No, yeah. All of these make sense. It's just everybody. Has I just like guess it's our brain like messing with us. Yeah. And I guess, you know. But another one is the actual cartoon from Walt Disney where Snow White and they say mirror, mirror on the wall. That one I, I'm super like surprised with when when it's never really mirror, mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the mo- on the wall. Where is that even said in in the movie? Yeah, like that's where they get it from. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I could have sworn it was mirror, mirror on the wall. And it's probably like the Wicked Queen says like something. I don't know what it's called. Like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the baddest of the mall? Who, who's the fairest? Fair. Oh, fairest I said the of baddest of the mall. That's a tick something from TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> who's the f- the fairest, what, the of, fairest the of the mall? I think so. I'm pretty sure, but she doesn't say mirror, mirror on the wall. She says magic mirror on the wall. No, that has to be wrong. No, that's r- that's real. Like, it's actually how it is. Magic mirror on the wall. I'm not going to like pull up the movie of Snow White, but I'm pretty sure that if you have Snow White, like the DVD version, mm-hmm. which most kids nowadays, they do have it, or you can just watch it on YouTube. You can search up m- mirror, mirror on the wall, and you'll see it's just magic mirror on the wall. That's crazy. And I feel like I've seen like a bunch of like movies about snow white like you know how movies are like remade with like different characters and stuff i've seen like remakes of snow white and i i swear it says mirror, i mean mirror it could be wall. a remake and then that's why people think that it's not magic mirror on the wall like maybe you need to see the original from like what is it 1930s yeah 40s maybe the remake said mirror mirror on the wall and everybody just thinks of that yeah because i know that most of the dvds that they have nowadays are remakes because mm-hmm. you can't have like an actual like oh, yeah. cassette tapes type of stuff so it probably is a remake and then people you know they associate and they're like, oh, see, you're wrong. But maybe it's the original that says magic mirror on the yeah. wall. So who knows? Maybe it's like that. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Fibers. Make sure to check out Dural Academy Prep social media, at Dural Academy Preparatory on Instagram, and at Dural Academy on the TikTok. You guys can also check out our blog at thefbdigital.com. And we hope to catch you guys next week at The Nest.